Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell, and it's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Sectional semifinal Friday, one of my favorite nights every year. Two nights a year. I mean, they're really, really great. So we have lots and lots of basketball to talk about uh, on the girls' tournament side right now. Spending all night long bringing you all those scores, the star of our show. It's Network Indiana's Brendan King. Coach, you are the best. Let's get right to it for the next four and a half minutes. Scores, scores, scores. Coach, you were talking about that North Knox sectional. That's where we'll begin. Class 2A, Knox County. North Knox defeats South Knox 56-45. And their championship sectional opponent will be Linton Stockton, who took down Paoli 46-40. Staying in Class 2A, South Spencer sectional. It was South Spencer over Tell City 53-38, and Crawford County took care of Perry Central 51-44. Again, both winners that we announced per sectional will match up with each other tomorrow. Brownstown Central over Henryville 56-45. That's the Providence sectional. And Austin defeated Eastern Pekin 44-31. North Decatur sectional. North Decatur holds court over Milan 55-34. And South Ripley beat Switzerland County 52-45. South Putnam sectional. Greencastle topping Riverton Park 43-29. And Park Heritage over Southmont 60-57 tonight. Moving to the Park Tudor sectional. Sheridan over Park Tudor 55-40. Covenant Christian beating University 56-47. Indianapolis Cecina sectional. Cecina on their home court blows out Irvington Prep. Final of 52-12. Eastern Hancock, the winner on the other side. They defeat Triton Central 56-38. Northeastern sectional, Shenandoah 40, Knightstown 29. That's a great rivalry. Shenandoah comes out on top. And Northeastern lays a 30-piece on Union County 51-21. Lapel sectional, all this class two-way again. A lot of scores tonight. Winchester 56, Westdale 15. Lapel beating Wapahani on the other side 44-27. Elwood sectional, Eastbrook. Blows out Madison Grant, 70-28, and Blackford crushed Eastern Greentown, 59-39. Delphi sectional, Delphi the win over Clinton Prairie, 41-28. Lafayette Central Catholic holding on against Carroll Flora, 43-39. South Adams sectional, Fort Wayne Bishop Lures, a 10-piece on Bluffton, 54-44. Whitco, no problem against South Adams, 77-65. East side sectional, it was Fremont 54, Westview 32, and Central Noble handled Prairie Heights 54-27. To the North Judson sectional, LaVille over Wheeler 38-25, and North Judson hammers South Bend Career Academy 70-6. There are some boys basketball scores tonight. We'll begin with Victory Christian's victory over Trinity Greenlaw 54-46. Peru. 
Lays down Fort Wayne Dwanger 69-59. It was Mooresville Christian beating Traders Point Christian 62-52. Indianapolis Riverside over Kip Indy Legacy 60-36. Christmas Attics has no issue with Indianapolis Metropolitan 70-49. And Gary 21st Century just scooted past Gary West 60-56. Let's talk about the Pacers who fall to the Kings tonight at home 133-122. Indiana drops a back-to-back last night against the Knicks in New York. Tonight against DeMontis Sabonis and the Kings. Tyrese Halliburton 22 minutes. That's pretty much been the benchmark as he continues to recover from that hamstring issue. An uncharacteristic 22 minutes from Halliburton though. He had 14 points to one assist and five turnovers. That does not happen often. 31 points for Ben Matherin in the ballgame for the Pacers. The Butler Bulldogs at a halftime in Creighton trail the Blue Jays 49-45. ECHL hockey, the Indy Fuel beat the Newfoundland Growlers. Final of 5-3 up in Canada. And Notre Dame hockey upsets number eight Michigan State. Final of 4-1 for Jeff Jackson's crew. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. Jason Sosenheimer from Lake City Sports Network has graciously stayed with us. He's been on hold. He has the Lakewood Park sectional tonight. Jason, thank you so much for holding. That's a that's a long hold, quite frankly. I apologize for that. But you got a chance to get these scores now, so you got a chance to sit there and catch up on what's going on. So let's review uh, tonight, Lakewood Park. You are there. You have some great great matchups to talk about. Take me through the games again. You have Bethany Christian beating Hamilton, fifty two twenty nine. Blackhawk uh, beating Lakewood Park. 56-52. I'll let you just start wherever you want and tell me uh, how these games went. Yeah, so Bethany Christian, obviously the reigning the, all the way to semi-state last season. Uh, lost an injury this year due to Ellie Morris. Um, but, I mean, Hamilton, 3-12 and on the season, hung with Bethany Christian for the first half. I think they went into halftime, and they were only down 10. And Zoe Williams just absolutely took off in that game. 24 points on the night for her uh, as a senior. She single-handedly defeated Hamilton. Um, it was just an outstanding night for her. Um, so they improved to 17-7 and on the year and uh, get Blackhawk Christian tomorrow. Uh, Blackhawk Christian in Lakewood Park, as you mentioned, a four-point contest. Lakewood Park's leading scorer on the year, Ava McGrade, the junior, 20 points per game on the season, number three in Class 1A. She shoots a 49% from beyond the arc. And from Max Prep stats, that's number two Mm. in the state of Indiana. She absolutely can unleash it from beyond the arc. And she was held to only nine points tonight. Uh, Avery Ellsworth came off the bench for Blackhawk Christian tonight and was just hounding her defensively. Uh, Blackhawk Christian just completely took them out of the game. Uh, Blackhawk Christian went into halftime with a 12-point lead. Lakewood clawed back at the end, came down to Emma Klein, the senior for Blackhawk Christian, uh, hitting a free throw, putting them ahead by four with nine seconds left. And then Blackhawk Christian uh, took it from there. Just an outstanding all-around game. Lakewood Park came into this one 16-6 on the year. Uh, They're probably one of Mm -hmm. the most underrated teams I've seen throughout the area, Uh, and they'll bring back a lot of talent next season uh, with Ava McGrade, one of the 1,000-point scorers, as I mentioned, 20 points per game on the year. She's only a junior, 
So she'll be back next season there for them. But Blackhawk Christian moves on to take on Bethany Christian tomorrow. Uh, should be an outstanding game there out at Lakewood Park. Uh, we'll have the coverage, ISSATV.org, with Summit City Sports, who I am broadcasting for. So an outstanding night of high school hoops from what I'm hearing around the area. <laughs> hey, great job, Jason. So who do you like tomorrow night? Go out on a limb. I, I mean, with broadcasting the game, I have to be as neutral as possible. I think it'll be a very, very close, very, very close game, though. Very, very close. I don't want to, I don't want to make a prediction because let's just no. say last time I made a prediction, I threw myself under, under the bus there. So social media, those barstool accounts got to me. So we'll, we'll just say Listen. it's going to be, a, it should be a tremendous game tomorrow. <laughs> you handled it perfectly. <laughs> from Summit City Sports Network, Jason Sosenheimer uh, from the uh, Lakewood Park, Chris, excuse me, the, the yeah, Lakewood Park uh, sectional. Bethany Christian will take on Four Wing Blackhawk tomorrow night. Jason, thanks. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Brian Sullivan from WNAS at the Floyd Central sectional. Lots and lots to talk about. Brian, thank you so much for the call. BNL with a win. Uh, a, a tremendous game there. BNL uh, over Silver Creek, 60 to 41. Jennings County, 56 39 winners over Jeffersonville. I'll let you go in whatever order you want. I will take it chronologically because my ADD will flare up if I don't. So, um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think I think everybody anticipated Jennings County Bedford, which is how it worked out uh, tonight for the championship. But um, you know, Silver Creek's got an outstanding team, and Jeffersonville, uh, maybe not skill wise on the same level of those teams, but very athletic, and and they can get after it defensively in the full court. Where if they can force some turnovers they can make it interesting. So we thought this was going to be a pretty good night of basketball. Um, the margins were a little bit deceptive there, but Jennings County is just – they're getting so much balance uh, with, with the Elmore kid back and, and healthy, and she just played lights out tonight. And then Jillian Woodard, I mean, you know what you're going to get out of her every time. And so she she played like a Miss Basketball candidate, um, and they hit – Jeffersonville with 14 to two runs in both of the halves. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, able to get after it there and, and get to the championship, which I, I think they were really looking ahead to Bedford, uh, but not wanting to get caught by surprise. All right. You know, that music means you need to hang on with me. I appreciate it. We'll come <laughs> back with uh, Brian Sullivan talking more about the Floyd's intersectional. This is Indiana sports talk. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. All 
I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Getting towards that time of the night on a sectional weekend where scores are just flooding in. We're going to get to as many as we can over the next hour and 45 minutes. All scores from Class A have been posted. That's where we'll start. Again, Class A, Morgan Township sectional. Couts by a deuce over DeMott Christian, 37-35. They'll play Morgan Township tomorrow, who holds over on their own floor, 58-32, against Washington Township. To the Culver sectional, Mark Keck Catholic over Oregon Davis, 66-44. Triton, 44, was enough for them, beating Argus, 44-37. Lakewood Park sectional, Bethany Christian blew out Hamilton, 52-29. And Fort Wayne Blackhawk edged Lakewood Park, 56-52. Defensively in the South Newton sectional, both Tri-County and Caston were fabulous. Tri-County, a 20-piece on North White, 39-19, and casting crushed South Newton, 58-17. Northfield sectional, it was Southern Wells, 45, Lakeland Christian, 33, and Northfield on their own floor beat Southwood, 51-42. Attica sectional, Clinton Central over Fountain Central, 39-27. Rossville squeaks past Attica, 42-39. Time for one more. Anderson Prep sectional, Dalville beats Cowan, 46-35. And Anderson Prep scoots past Tri-Central, 53-47. More Class A coming up at 10-30. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. What a great night of girls' sectional action around the state. Brad Huber from uh, IndianaHighSchoolSports.com on the call of the – Oh, I'm sorry. Brian Sullivan, I forgot you. I didn't mean it. WNAS is Brian Sullivan. You're still there, right, at the Floyd Central Tournament. And so uh, take me back through. So game one, uh, you, you polished up B&L with a really impressive win uh, in, in that one. Take me through game number two. Well, was it Floyd? That, I mean, excuse me. Was it Jennings County win game one or did uh, B&L win game one? That that was game one, and, and it was close for about a half. It was 20 to 18 late, uh, and Jennings County goes on about an eight- or nine-point run there, wrapped around halftime, got a bit of a cushion to work with, and they've just they've got good size. The Elmore kid and mm-hmm. the this girl that's a sophomore, both six-foot guards, can handle the ball, and, and Woodard has really improved her ball handling too. So they were able – Jeff was getting out and trying to pressure – but when you've got three six-footers that can see over the top of that, it, it wound up being pretty ineffective in the second half once they got the lead. And, and Woodard played like a missed basketball candidate. She had 22 points, right. 11 rebounds, and three blocks. So they were able to get a cushion and then just gradually push it out there in the first game. Okay. Well, second game, BNL, uh, with a very impressive win over Silver Creek. Two really pretty good teams. Yeah, the only thing better than uh, a Miss Basketball candidate is playing the game where you got two Miss Basketball candidates. And I think we saw right. Slowly Springs going to be obviously way up in the voting this year. But Brooklyn Wren, a sophomore at uh, Silver Creek, has offers from Louisville and Purdue and, and many others. And they both showed out tonight as well. So it, it was almost a capacity house there at Floyd Central, and they got their money's worth. This game was much closer than the final score would indicate. It was back and forth. The entire first half, it was a one-possession ball game, and 
Wren got in foul trouble. She goes to the bench, and Bedford was really able to capitalize there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 39-30 before she came back in. And she had done so much for them. It was one of those things. She was playing so well that I think your teammates kind of get caught up watching her too much and expecting her to be able to continue. She had 20 points in the first half uh, for Silver Creek, and it was a 26-25 game at the half. Spring started to pick it up in the second half, and they did just enough to limit Wren. Uh, it was about a two-possession ball game, and Bedford made the kind of spurt that you would expect from a defending state. Right. They, they finally were able to pull away in the last six minutes. So what's tomorrow night's game look like? Well, um, I'm going to flip a coin because we got Bedford and <laughs> Jennings County, obviously, which means right. arguably two of the top candidates for Miss Basketball. But we also have – uh, Lanesville versus Borden, and they've been pretty much one two oh, yeah. uh, in one yeah. A for the entire year. So I'm going to flip a coin tomorrow night, or it may be like last year where I have six laptops pulled up around the basement. And I just move from game to game and watch. Ah, <laughs> uh, well done, well done from WNAS, Brian Sullivan. Brian, we'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thanks so much for the call. Sorry, right, coach. Brad Huber from the uh, IndianaHighSchoolSports.com on the call of the uh, Cathedral Sectional, Lawrence Central beating Lawrence North 61-54, uh, Lawrence Central winning uh, the first ball game. Uh, Brad, the big matchup, number one LC taking on the township rival LN and Lawrence Central in a really hard-fought, well-played game, winning that one 61-54. Yeah, no question. It never disappoints when these two teams get together. They've been in three tight ones now all season long. Lawrence Central winning tonight to beat Lawrence North in all three games this season, taking five out of the last six. But the first quarter, it looked like Lawrence North was the team to beat as they were uh, looking confident. They led 23-14 to after the first quarter. It looked like they might have been headed to upset territory, but then uh, Lawrence North was up 31-20, to and then Lawrence Central went on a 22-2 run. Lawrence North did not score from the middle part of the second quarter until the middle part of the third quarter. And that gave Lawrence Central a nine-point lead, 42-33 to in that third quarter. And then it uh, tightened up a bit. Uh, Lawrence Central never relinquished the lead, but Lawrence North tried to get back in it. They were down eight, went on the run to get within two, but then Lawrence uh, Central scored six uh, points late to put the game away and uh, advance the championship game tomorrow. But what an atmosphere it was at Cathedral tonight uh, with these two teams and uh, arguably maybe the top game of the night across the state. Could be one of the top three or four without question. Tell me about uh, LC and Warren Central tomorrow night. Yeah, Lawrence Central, Warren Central. Um, I think Lawrence Central is probably going to be the strong favorite going into that game against Warren Central tomorrow night. Lawrence Central has not lost to a team from Indiana yet this year, 25-0 against Indiana teams. You know, Warren Central is good. I just don't see them having the power to uh, stay with this uh, powerhouse of Lawrence Central, the Lampley sister, and a Durkeeb. Uh, I would expect mm-hmm. Lawrence Central to get the win tomorrow, but we'll see. I mean, it's, it's the tournament, so you never know. Brad Huber, it's great to talk to you, Brad. Thanks so much. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Coach. You too. 
Scott Mitchell joins me from Wind Sports uh, in uh, southern Indiana. This is a big one. Gibson Southern beats Evansville Memorial 57-55 on a shot at the horn. Scott, I know it's a shot at the buzzer, but give us the lead up to that particular play if you can. Well, it was a uh, big lead by Gibson Southern. Memorial came back and tied it. Um, Memorial had an opportunity with a one-point lead and the ball to run the clock, and uh, Avery Kelly missed a layup. Uh, Gibson Southern uh, got the rebound, went down, got fouled, tied the game, and then uh, got a turnover. And after a uh, turnover, the freshman center for Gibson Southern, um, Paige Snouse, who was the leading scorer tonight for Gibson Southern, got behind the defense for a layup with one second left in the game and uh, hit the bucket, got fouled, and uh, Gibson Southern wins this one 57-55. Snaus led the team with 16. Uh, Gabby Spinks, the outstanding junior, had 12 points. Nola Ravelette, 12 points. And Chloe Graham, 10 points for a real balanced scoring attack by Gibson Southern. This is kind of how you expect. This is the kind of game you see in sectionals. That's why sectionals oh. are so great. Is these buzzer beaters, these types of play? Don't you think? As long as you've done it, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm telling you, Coach. The atmosphere here at Gibson Southern was tremendous. So many sure. people. We got knocked off the air three or four times by people <laughs> grabbing internet bandwidth from us. Right. And uh, right. it was it was something else to see. Uh, electric atmosphere. Evansville Memorial. Gibson Southern fan base, both uh, outstanding and creating a tremendous atmosphere for high school basketball tonight. The first game, Boonville beat Mount Vernon, so they'll be the Boonville Pioneers taking on Gibson Southern tomorrow night in the championship. Uh, knocked off the air three times, so let's hear it for you and your on-site engineers and everybody. <laughs> Jordan Fisher's the best you know what, uh, in the business, let yeah. me tell you. I'm just, I'm just saying, this is this is what makes this so much fun. So what do you think about the matchup tomorrow night with Boonville and uh, Gibson Southern? Yeah, we talked to Coach Kyle Brasher, and, and Gibson Southern's number three in the state for a reason. They're 21 and, right. and uh, four now. Boonville comes in with four wins. So it, the lower or the upper bracket had two teams with two wins and a team with four wins. The lower bracket was stacked, and uh, it's gonna it, it if everything goes like it should. Gibson Southern should win it easy, but this is Usher hysteria, Coach. You know that anything can happen. <laughs> I'll look forward to you calling me tomorrow night, and I hope. That you don't get kicked off the air. I hope you're on the, the, the whole night. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Scott Mitchell right, from Win Sports. Thanks. I appreciate uh, it. Thank you very much. Right. Coming up, we're going to continue to talk basketball, high school basketball, girls' high school basketball around the state. We're going to talk with uh, Tanner Camp from the Regional Radio Sports Network, Andrew Smith from the, the New Pal uh, Network. That's all coming up after this scoreboard update on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. As we said in the prior update, we're wrapping up that Class A girls basketball sectional scoreboard. And we'll do so now with the Union City sectional. Try crushed Union Modoc 75-20. Their opponent for tomorrow, Union City 
who handled Blue River on their home court, 45-39. Bloomfield sectional, North Central Farmersburg, no issue with Clay City, 57-36. And Shackamack laid a 10-piece on Bloomfield, 37-27. Bethesda Christian sectional, Bethesda Christian over Indiana Deaf, 54-18. And Indiana Math and Science took down MTI Knowledge, 59-8. Told you about this one earlier, Eminence sectional, Greenwood Christian crushed Providence Christo Ray, 87-6. And Eminence topped Indianapolis Tinley, 64-28. Southwestern Shelbyville sectional, Jack Sendell, a good one against South Decatur. Jack Sendell on top, 49-43. And Oldenburg Academy handled Morristown, 62-47. West Washington sectional, it was Lanesville over Rock Creek Academy, final of 59-47. And Borden, they have no issue with West Washington, 69-51. New Washington sectional, Trinity Lutheran over New Washington, 54-39. Rising Sun by a pair, a good one over Shaw Memorial, 50-48. Bar Reeve sectional, Orleans, 47. Vincennes, Reve, 33. And Bar Reeve outlasted Springs Valley, 35-30. Lastly, Wood Memorial sectional, Evansville Christian scoots past Northeast Dubois, 42-32. Wood Memorial, 65. Candleton, 16. Butler leading Creighton by a penny 10 to go second half welcome back everybody i'm bob lovell this is indiana sports talk just ahead of andrew smith and david deaton jared gilbert the head coach at orleans joins me orleans ranked number four in single a tonight in the bar reeve sectional orleans vincennes reve 47 33 coach thank you so much for the call and congratulations on a great win tonight Thank you. Yeah, it was a it was a tough battle throughout. Um, came out, it was tied at half, and we kind of pulled away there. Got a little bit of a lead there in the third quarter, and then uh, we're able to hit enough free throws down the stretch to win. Make it sound easy, Coach. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it was anything yeah. like that for sure. <laughs> well, no, it's a, it's a sectional. You you yeah. know, number four in single A, so everybody's bringing their best effort against you, and you've been able to to withstand that. And seems sounds like you did it again tonight. What do you think the keys were for the win for your kids tonight? Well, I thought, you know, we got in some foul trouble early and our bench came in and we were able to, you know, withstand their, their run there and going to halftime tied. And then, then in the second half, we kind of got going. Um, we, we were able to turn them over some and, and really kind of get out and, and score some in transition, which is what we do best. And um, mm-hmm. we had some players really step up. Miley Knight ended up with 18 for us. Um, really shot the ball well, kind of got us going. And, um, you know, our leading scorer all year, Callie Alston, had a nice game. They they have the big Herman girl that, that's a, a load in there to try to score against. But uh, we were able to get, get Callie loose a little bit, and she had eight. And then uh, Chelsea Rouse uh, chipped in 11 for us as well, and, and Adrian Abel did a nice job with nine. So we had pretty balanced scoring, which is usually when we're at our best. And uh, so it was mm-hmm. a, a total team effort for sure. All right, you're matched up with the host, Bar Reeve, tomorrow. Give me the scouting report on this game. Well, they're always always hard to, to score against. Um, you know, they got the Bledsoe girl inside. She's a you know she's a really good shot blocker. Um, the good thing is is it's very similar to, to Vincent Gervais. Um, they do a lot of similar things. They got a, a big girl inside, and they got some shooters, and and they they just play so hard. They're just they're always well prepared. Coach Higgins does a nice job with them. Um, she'll have them prepared and ready to go. They had a, a big win, upset win tonight over Springs Valley, so um, I'm sure they're uh, feeling confident right now. 
Jared Gilbert, the basketball coach at Orleans, they're number four in single A in the Bar Reef sectional. They beat Vincennes Reveille 47-33, taking on Bar Reef tomorrow night. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Good luck tomorrow night. I hope we're talking to one another. All right, I hope so. Thanks a lot. Thanks very much. Tanner Camp from the Regional Radio Sports Network joins me. Tanner Camp, thanks for being patient. Thanks for holding. Uh, you're at the Marquette Catholic sectional. Is that right uh, tonight? Yep, yep that, that's correct, Coach. Marquette Catholic as the game was at Culver uh, Community uh, for the host school over at uh, John R. Nelson Gymnasium, a truly beautiful gymnasium where Marquette Catholic uh, defeats Oregon Davis 66 to 44 and uh, I tell you what mm. this is a young team uh, this is a team that uh, the highest player they start is a junior I mean this is a team for the Blazers that starts two juniors uh, a sophomore and two freshmen and you would not have guessed that with the way that they play uh, this is a team that's been consistently up in, in the polls they're right now number four in the latest polls in, in single leg and and they continue to show why they are going to be a team to contend with and could see them make a run down in Indianapolis. And off to a bit of a slower start with Oregon Davis, who was down a little bit. But similar to Marquette Catholic, a team that's got a lot of young players, uh, but really impressive numbers. Uh, first, a shout-out to, to Sarah Thompson for Oregon Davis. Had 25 points for, for the 5'8 sophomore. But really, it came down, and again, keeping an eye on these two players, uh, Lanaya Davis. The five-seven sophomore guard who finished with eighteen, and then right alongside her was uh, the five-eleven junior forward Natalie Robinson with seventeen. So you do the math: thirty-five of the sixty-six points were between those two players. So Marquette mm. Catholic got mm-hmm. off to a slow start, but once they found their rhythm, this is a team that could really make some noise, and they get a big-time win against Oregon Davis and get ready for the sectional championship tomorrow. All right, Triton beat Argus in the uh, second game, forty-four thirty-seven. Did you see that game? Uh, UBA, I also, yep, I tuned in and I also stayed around for it. And obviously, when you think about Argus, you got to think about uh, Samantha Redinger, of course, a state leading scorer and one of the top scorers in all the state. But also got to be aware of Addison Veers, also averaging 18. And uh, Triton should be a good matchup, of course, Coach. Last year, it was it was Triton mm-hmm. in the sectional semifinal that knocked off Marquette Catholic. So um, I'm sure uh, uh, Coach uh, Kalignan is really happy <laughs> at the opportunity to maybe get a little revenge in the sectional championship. But as I'm sure you've heard throughout the course of this show, anything can happen when it comes to Hoosier hysteria. Yeah. So for Marquette Catholic, it's going to be off to getting off to a good start and then just maintaining that lead. And again, this is a fun group to watch, and uh, hopefully they'll make a deep run. But uh, should be a great matchup. Culver Community uh, over at John R. Nelson Gymnasium that just got renovated, and it is a great atmosphere. So hopefully we should see a big crowd. It was for both games tonight, and uh, looking forward to getting to be on that call. Uh, as the Blazers will take on the Trojans out of Triton. Tanner Camp from the Regional Radio Sports Network. Marquette Catholic beats Oregon Davis 66-44. Tanner, thanks. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thanks so much for the call. You betcha, Coach. This is the best time of the year for Hoosier Hysteria, and always a pleasure to be on your show. Thanks. Couldn't agree more. Andrew Smith joins me from the New Pal Radio Network. New Pal over Pendleton Heights tonight, 46-44. Andrew, thanks so much for the call. It was a great game tonight and ended up coming down to the wire. Allie Blum for New Palestine grabs a rebound with 10 seconds left, gets fouled, hits two free throws with 8.7 left, and then New Pal forces a defensive stop on the other end to come away with the victory tonight. And it's fitting that Allie Blum was the player that ended up 
deciding the game is she has led the Dragons all year. She had 24 tonight and averages 17 points a game, a tremendous mm-hmm. three-sport athlete. But she really carried the team early tonight, especially with Casey Warfel doing her thing for Pendleton Heights. She's one of the state's top scorers. Hit her average of 25 points, and New Pal had a nine-point lead going into the fourth quarter. Kylie Baranek, who's really their glue player, at a three-point play late in the third, pushed the lead to nine, and then Casey Warfel tried to take the game over. Scored four quick points in the fourth. Blum answered with a three, back up eight, but then Warfel kept doing her thing. Drew the Arabians within four, but then fouled out of the game with 2.15 left. Pendleton mm. Heights had to play the last couple of minutes without a couple of its top players. Their bench mm-hmm, team mm-hmm. in. Mamie Trout hit a three to draw them within one. Blum hit a free throw for the Dragons to put them up two. And then Aubrey Werfel, a freshman that didn't even play in the first half, sliced through the D to tie the game with 25 seconds left. And then New Palestine came down to the other end, missed a shot, but got an offensive rebound of Vivian Miller, their other senior leader. She had 25 points the first time these two teams played. Didn't score a lot tonight, but did a lot pushing the ball. Had about five or six assists. She ends up hitting a big basket to put New Pal up two with about 20 seconds left. And then Mamie Trout uh, tied the game with 10 seconds left before Allie Blum won it. It turned into a heavyweight fight between two really good teams. And New Pal now 14-10. and 10. This was a team that lost its all-time leading scorer last year. Started the year 2-5, and five, dealt with a lot of injuries, uh, four rotation players out of the seven are sophomores, but they've hit stride the second half of the season. Won the Hoosier Heritage Conference Championship, actually shared it with Pendleton Heights, and now they're uh, punched their ticket to a sectional championship game, beating two really good teams in Greenfield Central and Pendleton Heights to get there. And now they're going to face their arch-rival Mount Vernon tomorrow. It's the sixth time in seven years those two, those two schools will have played <laughs> each other in the sectional. Fifth time in the final and those two have won every one of these sectional titles since New Pal came into the sectional seven years ago. That's incredible. Should be a lot of fun. Tonight, though, at Pendleton Heights, that's uh, a great, great night of basketball at Pendleton Heights. Mountain Vernon of Fortville beats Richmond 44-21 in the game Andrew had. New Palestine over Pendleton Heights 46-44. Andrew, thanks so much for the great call. I'll look forward to talking to you tomorrow night. Looking forward to it, Coach. Thank you. Thanks very much. Wow. Right, I'm going to take a breath <laughs> for, for a second. Brendan King, I'm taking a breath <laughs> right now. You're coming up. You're coming up in a few minutes. Right now, though, we'll turn it over to the man himself, Mr. Brendan King. We'll talk more basketball after the scoreboard update on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between.
I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. We're going to go over Class 4A girls basketball sectional scores here in just a second, but we got to update you on what's happening between Butler and number 13 Creighton. Back and forth, both teams are shooting better than 60% in the game. It is 89-86, Butler on top of Creighton with four and a half minutes to go in regulation. This has been NBA-like scoring in the Big East, which you do not see often. Back and forth we go. Dogs now up by just one as, again, it is blow for blow, a heavyweight battle. All right, high school basketball scores on the girls' side, sectional. We'll begin with Class 4A Lake Central sectional. Lake Central blows out Gary West 73-8. to Closer between Merrillville and Hammond Central, but Merrillville still comes away with the 11-point win, 61-50. to Valparaiso sectional. It was Valpo handling porridge, doubling them up in more, 48-20. to Crown Point 54, Kankakee Valley 39 on the other side. South Bend Washington sectional. You can sharpie in South Bend Washington again. What a team they have had up there for years and years, beating Mishawaka 66-35. South Bend Adams gets past South Bend Riley 54-31. Northridge sectional, we stick in the 5-7-4, where Northridge defeated Elkhart 56-45, and Penn, they took down Goshen in big fashion 55-20. Time for one more Columbia City sectional. Class 4A, Columbia City over Huntington North 59-43, and Homestead, no issue with New Haven, blasting them 69-26. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. David Deaton patiently waiting from WKLO in the Bar Reeve sectional tonight. He has the call of Orleans' great win over Vincennes Reveille, 47-33. David, thanks for your patience. You had a great game to call tonight. Yet you, you got a chance to see two pretty good games. Bar Reeve beats the Valley. Springs Valley beats them 35-30. And then uh, Orleans wins the first game, 47-33. Great night of basketball at Bar Reeve tonight. Yeah, great atmosphere, great crowd there in Montgomery tonight and that new gym that they have there over there at Bar Reef High School. And uh, what a great crowd it was and what a great atmosphere it was. The student sections were fantastic tonight for all four schools and just a, a great night for high school basketball over there. Orleans able to win the first game, pulling away in the second half from Vincennes Reve, winning their first first time ever beating Vincennes Reve, in fact. And for the Lady Bulldogs making their third appearance in the sectional championship game in five years and playing a Bar Reeve team that used their defense to get by and upset Springs Valley in game two. So it sets up for a really good championship between two defensive teams tomorrow night over at Bar Reeve for a chance to get a sectional championship. So in, in this uh, Bar Reeve game, excuse me, the the Orleans game, we talked obviously to Coach Gilbert. I think you may have heard that conversation. Yep. Um, yes. You know, when, you, when you're that good and you bring out uh, everybody elevates their game, you had some kids really step up and have to make plays. And clearly, you know, to, to be in this position, every team that won tonight had to make plays at special times. And uh, who stepped up and made those big plays for Orleans tonight? 
Well, for the Lady Bulldogs, uh, the one that stood out the most of, over anybody else was Miley Knight. She's a 5'7 junior, kind of plays on the wing for the Lady Dogs. She can bring it up the floor, play point guard a little bit. And so she really had a good night. She kind of struggled early in the season, wasn't very confident, didn't really shoot the ball the way she had been accustomed to shooting it last year, especially in the, at the end of the season last year. But she really stepped up tonight for Orleans and has really played well here down the home stretch. They played a tough schedule down the home stretch, playing Borden, Lanesville, Crawford County, and Austin, all very good teams in their own respectful mm-hmm. uh, in, in their mm-hmm. own way, I should say. And so Knight steps up tonight that she had uh, 18 points, had a huge fourth quarter, made a big three there early in the fourth to help extend the lead for Orleans, went three out of four at the free throw line. She was the most consistent player overall with those 18. And then Chelsea Ralph, the freshman, who's really come on here late in the season. She kind of hit a wall there in the middle of the year, but she really played well in the fourth quarter. Second half tonight for Orleans had nine of her 11 points in that second half. She's a 5'9 freshman forward. And Callie Alston with eight points, seven in the second half. She's their 5'11 sophomore, very talented player. And Adrian Abel was key tonight, made all four of her free throws in the second half, had nine points. They're five six junior point guard. So those girls really stood out tonight, but I thought everybody played well defensively tonight for Orleans, and that's where it starts and ends with this team, Coach. They're only allowing about 36 points a game this year, so they've mm-hmm. really been a good defensive mm-hmm. team. They hang their hat on that, creating turnovers, getting out in the open floor. They did that very well against a young Vincennes Reve team tonight, and so with that, that gets them to the championship game and a chance to win the program's second sectional in, in the program's history. The Orleans girls previously won it in 2016, so hmm. they're trying to get that second trophy mm-hmm. in the case. They've got a long way to mm-hmm. go to catch up with the boys yet, but this would be a big step for the girls' program to get that sectional title over at Bar Reeve on their home floor tomorrow. I don't want to put you on the spot, but tell me about the championship game uh, with the host. You, you, you're playing at Bar Reeve. you got to play them for the championship. What's that game going to be like? I think it's going to be a very tough physical game. Uh, last time it was when the two teams met in their season openers back on November 7th. Orleans won that game 37-20. Wow. to 20. Mm-hmm. But it was a long time ago, as we know, in basketball. Three months is a long time. And obviously, right. Bar Reeve is a different team now. So I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be tightly contested. And I think it's going to come down to free throw shooting, turnovers, and who can make that key shot at the end. Hey, I know you've been on hold all night, but I want you to hang on, okay? I want you to spend a little more time with me, if that's all right. Yeah, sure. No problem, Coach. All right, perfect. We're back after a short break, talking with David Deaton on Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. David Deaton from WKLO joins me. All right, so you're going to do the Bar Reeve sectional championship tomorrow night. Are you doing boys games tomorrow afternoon, or are you just going to be focusing on the girls? Well, for us, we're just going to be focusing on the girls tomorrow night. So we'll be able to call the Orleans Bar Reeve game over there and looking forward to getting into that and getting some of that set up tonight, obviously. So, yeah, we're, we're just focused on the girls tomorrow. Still got quite a few boys games the rest of the regular season coming up. And so, yeah, it should be a fun one tomorrow for the Orleans girls. Excited for them to 
get to experience a sectional championship game, kind of like the Corridan Central girls last year when we saw them make their run to state in right. 3A. Right. So um, this is something that doesn't happen for the Orleans girls very often. They don't get these opportunities. So uh, I'm sure the, the community will come out in full support like right. they did tonight. I thought there was a great crowd from Orleans, and obviously Bar Reeve has a great crowd as well. So it should be a great atmosphere all the way around. and should be a lot of fun to see if this team can win that second sectional championship in program history. See, Jared Gilbert, as you heard, was was with us earlier tonight. I I, I did not realize they have only won one sectional uh, at, at um, one sectional at Orleans in their, their history. It's a surprising number. I mean, I mean, it really is. And and it's you think about the success of basketball down there, boys and girls, and to only have one sectional championship seems really odd. Yeah, I mean, it kind of has been for the girls, but it's interesting because the girls' program struggled for a long time in the 90s and the early 2000s, and their current superintendent, Jimmy Ellis, was their coach, and he did a really good job laying a foundation, building the program up. They they got better players. They did a great job developing their program, and they've gotten to the point now where they've started to become more of a winning program in recent years, and Coach Gilbert has maintained that through his eighth season now Mm -hmm. in Orleans. And uh, the last season, Coach Ellis was there. They won that sectional. Then he stepped aside. Coach Gilbert came over from the boys' staff, took over the girls' program. And he and his coaching staff have done a great job building this program up. They've got probably the most talented team they've ever had. And it's also the first time the girls have ever won 20 games in a season, too. So it's been a season of first Mm -hmm. Orleans in a lot of ways. And now trying to get to that second sectional. So for this community, for this girls' basketball program, where the boys' program is so prolific in Class A with Tom Bradley, now the girls have a chance to make their own mark. And I think it's exciting for this community because they do a great job supporting their girls' and boys' basketball programs. And I think they would love to see their girls be able to win that sectional title. It's a great story. David Deaton from WKLO is with us uh, from the – Bar Reeve sectional tomorrow night. The championship will be Bar Reeve and Orleans. Orleans number four in single A. David, thanks for the call. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. All right. Talk to you then, Coach. Thank you. Thanks. Brendan King coming up at the top of the hour with scoreboard update. I think he can – the challenge is to get everything through, and I promise you if he doesn't, We'll fill in the blanks when we come back. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.